Cenotaph and Varys, you find yourselves awakening just inside the walls of Raquel. The dome you saw over top of Raquel on your journey to the city looms far overhead. As you wake up and notice your surroundings, you realize that the architecture is quite a bit older than what you would expect for this particular year. Cenotaph, you realize that you are in the old quarter of the city, yet it looks like it has only just been built. You can see at the edge of this quarter where it would cross over into other districts that there is a purple shimmering wall, but it doesn't seem to be the edge of the dome. It looks as though this is its own self-contained pocket. You find yourself among busy people in a different time. So Varys is going to kind of look at Senna and be like, Are these your people? Are, are these you? Some of them, yes. Not everyone takes the pledge, but... Oh. It's Brandon. This this must be disconcerting for you, seeing you outside of you. It's very strange. Varys suddenly coils over and screams in pain. He's like, ah! Varys, are you... Uh, what's happening? It's... It's a, a vision. I I haven't had one this powerful since... Since I had to... I knew we had to go above. Uh, it's, it's about... It's about Teddy and Salandra. They're... Uh, they're forming a battalion? No, a club... A guild. Teddy is forming a guild? Yes, it's a... Baco is helping them. The the Alvin woman with the with the stars, Varen, sh- she's there. Hmm. And there's a sick turtle. Te- Wait, they found Rudder? No, no, it's it, it's a bar. It's Teddy's. Teddy has a bar. Teddy got oh, a bar. Dear. That must make him very happy, I suppose. <laughs> oh, maybe not Frednick. Um, they've. They've recruited new heroes. This is good news. There, there's, a, there's a man there's a man in a mask with powerful magics and speed. Oh, excellent. He sounds promising. Now, there's, there's a poetry slam? No, no, that's one of their new warriors. Poetry? A poet. There is power in words. And there is, there is a giant toad with a, with a little frogman on it. Oh dear, we're doomed, aren't we? I think so. What are you? I am one of the Grung. The Grung. Where do they come from? Sir Meep, you said? We come from all over, and yes, Sir Meep. Alright then, Sir Meep. Let's see. What is your toad's name? His name is Milton. Alright, Sir Meep and Milton. Meep and Milton the (laughs) Toad. I just... Uh. 
I and the begin and I'll like do a fake wave in the air. Teddy's just as open as open jawed as me right now because <laughs> I I did not believe you when you were like you're gonna hate this guy you're gonna hate him so much and now I'm waiting for Sir Meep and Milton fuck to redeem themselves but like already it's like oh no um so Sizel you uh you I guess in the in the ensuing <laughs> confusion. As you're kind of hurtling through the air, your uh, <laughs> your wigged bag sort of takes a couple shots, and you and you you land unscathed, but there's like four or five arrows in the bag, and you have this thing in armor just like chatting up Teddy <laughs> and Salatra. Uh, you have completed uh, your task, uh, and Sir Meep. Oh God, yeah. Uh, I'm gonna as you are like explaining yourself to Teddy and Salandra, I'm going to need both you and your your friend to roll dexterity checks. Alright, so dexterity checks or dexterity saves? Saves. Yeah. Alright, so the first one is for Meep. Oh no. Uh so Meep got a three. Okay. And then Milton is gonna get a. Oh wow! Milton got an eleven. Who? Okay. Uh, so as you're standing there and like <laughs> explaining all of the uh, all of the magazines that you're on, um, Milton is just sort of like sitting there enthralled in your in your conversation. You both get absolutely run over by a flaming <laughs> spear that's sort of bouncing over the columns through this through this thing uh, through this course uh, I'm not going to get you to take any damage but you are definitely like pushed off of the edge so I will get you to roll another dex check uh, for both of you to uh, to hold on to just to be clear we will save Milton before you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I. Uh, so Meep got a twelve, and for Milton, Milton's gonna get a thir- uh, fourteen. Okay. Um. So you both managed to just barely catch on to like a rope that's kind of around this block, as the as a second kind of fireball bounces along and then goes over your head. Ha! You think that could stop me? I had this rope here all along. I planned for this. <laughs> now, Salandra, every team needs that one person that just runs in and does their thing. And you know what? I'm tired of being that person. I'm I not that, that guy. Well, now it seems like it's Meep and Milton. Uh, Meep. Well, and I, <laughs> honest, I think just me. Meep. Yeah, that's correct. Sir Meep, excuse me. <laughs> Where did you get your title from? Oh, the town of Doomshire. Are you interested in becoming one of my squires? Did they? Mm. Do you know why you're here? Because I'm so otherworldly handsome and I want to prove myself in other fields. Teddy whispers. Cannon, cannon fodder. Yep. Cannon fodder. Um, you're in. Um, welcome to the guild, all of you. 
Fantastic. This is less of a challenge than when I fought that Tarask single-handedly. Yep. I knew much, a dude much named much Bruce easier. that you would just get along with so well. And uh, Solange will turn to the other two, who I assume are, like, impatiently waiting. <laughs> yeah, pretty much, I, I guess. Uh, they have they have finished, and they're by the they're by kind of like the exit door. Okay, well, um, welcome to the Darkers. Uh, I am the Lady Celandra. You may know me from such places as the City Council and the Water Genasi City. You know, and this is Teddy. Yep, Teddy. <clears throat> I'm Teddy. Uh, you may know He's- me from drinking in the corner. And uh, singing songs. He's two different kind of elves. Yeah, I was going to ask Cade, what kind of half-elf are you? I'm a half-high-elf, or the equivalent. Yeah, okay, just making sure. Teddy is half-drow. As they introduce each other, like, when Salandra introduces herself, Sizel definitely would, would, like, bow, because he has respect for, for those in authority, and he just, he 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 eyes Teddy up and down, like with the judgiest of eyes. Oh, thank you. You're the first person to actually show me the respect I desire. Thank you. I thank you all the time. I, but you don't bow to me, okay? I, I've asked I, you to, and you don't. No. And and still, no. You're right. I wouldn't. That's ridiculous. <clears throat> anyway, <laughs> yeah, welcome to the guild, everybody. Um, Salandra and I are your bosses. Uh, if everybody would like to join us at the uh, bar, I would be more than happy to make you a drink for your celebratory initiation into the Darkers. Beaming smile. Thumbs up. All right, so you guys are uh, in the lounge. Now, uh, as you guys are sort of sitting there... Are you making the drinks, Teddy? Oh, absolutely. Yes. 100%. Oh, okay. Uh, as you guys are just kind of sitting there waiting for Teddy to, to hand out your drinks, um, what, you What hear, are the orders? That's a, that's a very good question. Uh, what is everyone ordering from Teddy? I'll take an old-fashioned. Hydra's martini. Done. Shaken or stirred? Shaken or stirred? Stirred. Noise. All right, makes that. I would very much like your best chocolate milk. Coolsley uncorks, I guess, untakes the cap off a bottle of chocolate milk. I don't know. Warm chocolate milk. I think there's like, is it a cold? I mean, is it a wet bar? I think, I think there is a way to keep things cool. There's a chilling mechanism. Yeah. I just meant it on purpose. Uh, yeah. Warm. Is it? Is it? Teddy asked. <laughs> Colder. I'd like it cold, please. Cold. When you uh, ask for the order, Sizel just looks you dead in the eyes, and when and from behind his little face mask, you'd you'd hear, uh, "I'll take a scotch on the rocks." Man after my own heart. Teddy provides that. Is there scotch in the Underdark? Is there a Scotland to produce scotch? Yeah, sure. Why not? It's a, a sm- it is a drink, and there are people to make it. They're a small a- town. There's a small town in the north of the Underdark. Scotchland. Scotchland. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all right. All um, they do is they make scotch. Okay. 
And Cade? Cade. Yep. Cade will have an old fashioned, please. Provides. Yeah, Teddy makes these drinks, so. All right. I've written all these down for future reference. Sweet. Uh, so as you guys are kind of sitting there <clears throat> having your drinks, you actually get me uh, roll a perception for me. Yay, a natural one equaling a four. Unnatural 20. She doesn't hold her liquor well. And Teddy makes him strong. What's not her I gin. think that she doesn't hold her gin well. Yeah. So, yeah, as you guys are kind of... Did, did anyone else roll? Or oh, um, perception. You said, yeah. uh, Neep got a fifteen. Okay. Um. So yeah, as you guys are kind of sitting there and and having your drinks, uh, can we bring Varen in here? By the way. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And and Boris, I guess, to be polite. Um. Okay. Uh. Yeah. So so Boris kind of comes out and then Varen wanders in from from the sickbay and, and sits down and uh, you guys notice actually from the kitchen or I guess uh, Meep and, and Teddy uh, would notice from the kitchen as you guys are sort of having your conversation uh, a little bit of a rumbling and uh, a bit of dust kind of comes out from the kitchen door and Boris and you is hear out the, here and Boris is out here yeah uh, and you hear ah hail uh, man, I didn't mean to do that. Shit. Uh, this is my new lab. I know that voice. And from the kitchen, covered in dust and junk, is Tal. Just, like, dusting off her face. Uh, Boris, sorry about, like, the new hole in the wall. And she's just kind of, like, scratching the back of her head with a bit of a smile. How'd you get in here? Hey, Tal, what are you drinking? <laughs> uh, Two very different hellos. <laughs> so, first off, I'll have a whiskey, and second, I'm your new science and tech person. Love it. All right, then. Come have a drink. And, he, <laughs> and Boris is like, you gonna, you gonna fix that wall? <laughs> we'll put a door so, yeah. on it it'll be fine we'll put a poster over it <laughs> like Shawshank Redemption <laughs> that's how we get to the lab is we go to the what is it a Farrah Fawcett poster no yeah. <laughs> displacer beast hanging from a tree hang in there yeah. some <laughs> some nice uh, hippie beads yeah so so Tal sits down with uh, with the rest of you guys and uh, and this is your this is your current guild crew. Noise. Um, you guys will also be able to access. So you'll be able to uh, get a limited number of things from Viren, um, from the sick bay. Uh, you'll be able to cook with Boris. Uh, you will be able to get some stuff from Tal, because she's your science and tech person. Um, but beware that you can only do one of these things in between seasons to prepare for the next one. So, choose wisely. So we're all sitting here. Real quick, can, can we at, each oh. choose a different one to do in between seasons? <clears throat> yeah, absolutely. 
Yeah, yeah. Cool, 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 cool. Uh, so I'm just going to look at Saizo. What does your mm-hmm. face look like under that mask? It can look like however I need it to be. Voice changing mysteriously. Prove it. As she's like downing her second martini. Teddy makes a third. Uh, Sizel raises his glass and proceeds to cast uh, Disguise Self to completely mimic his, his face like Teddy's. It's, uh, I mean, it's not perfect. I mean, it's it's a really good replica, but I mean, you, you get the eyes wrong, and I don't know. I mean, look I'm at him. starting with the man in the mirror. I mean, it's very good. Don't get me wrong. It's That's pretty impressive. good. It's but, pretty good. I like it. I mean, but, uh. Oh, sure, I can make a nice stiff drink. That was a valiant effort. <laughs> Sorry, I'm, <laughs> continue. Five out of seven, I reckon. <clears throat> Teddy's start. I'll leave that in Leans back a little bit. All right, we're going to get to that later. <sighs> you can go back to normal now. I don't like this anymore. <laughs> he just dispels the disguise. Don't do that again. <laughs> There's only one Teddy in this world. <laughs> and you better marinate on that. Oh, sorry, continue. Well, we need to kind of figure out a plan from here. Uh, Viren, what do you... First of all, what did you do to become encased in rock? Like, what happened back then? Well, from your point of view. I mean, we know the stories, but you were there. And she kind of she kind of thinks about it for a little bit, and she says, "If I recall, when the last survivors, or the I guess the last of the uh, people who were moving into the Underdark, um, were uh, beyond the threshold, the Autumn Death was encroaching on the field where we were." The four of us, uh, Cog, Tutger, and uh, Irloon, myself, we took our focuses and, well, created, I guess, a bit of a magic circle uh, that would protect the cave entrance. The amount of energy that was required to do that would pretty much kill us if it wasn't for the fact that um, I put sort of a, uh, I guess, a regeneration spell as well as a petrification, placed it on the four of us. It slowed, basically slowed our our heartbeat and our life, uh, but was still able to maintain the magic and keep us alive. It uh, wasn't perfect. I mean, we are much, much weaker uh, than we were back then. It was, we were able to continue to pour our magic through our focuses into this circle. So you've been alive the whole time? Mm, yeah. Like aware? That's crazy. It was... Uh, well, not not completely aware. It's... And she, she takes a drink and she says, it's almost like being really, really, really drunk. You kind of lose time 
here or there. So maybe, I think we maybe got a total of two years worth of, of information. Hmm. All right, then. So where do we go from here? Do we go back up? What do we want to do? Well, um, by the sounds of it, there are people that are... Uh, well, the council has already told people that it is relatively safe to go up to certain areas. So some people are already heading up. If that is what you want to do, you can do it. Um, but there may be uh, there may be still things you might need to do down here. Uh, we're not quite sure yet. Hey, hey, Varen, I just want to let you know, I really do appreciate everything that you and your, your crew did for us back in the day. Like, number one, thank you. And Teddy moves to cheers her. Uh, and she cheers us back. <clears throat> but unfortunately, uh, considering that you've been kind of petrified and whatnot for some time, um, you might, and I look over at Solandra, might not be the best person to ask what we should be doing, right? Like, you're on the council, and like we know the Oracle, and like, I, I don't know. I feel like you're probably still getting acclimated, right? As he looks back at Viren. And she says, I, yeah, I, I mean, I'm probably, she said at this point, I'm, I'm here because I want to help out, but I don't know too much about uh, what might, what might be next. I don't even know what you guys really found up there. Yeah. I think I can answer that question. Mm -hmm. You see, I am a quite a prolific adventurer. Really? Uh -huh. mm, yes. And how would that pertain to what we're talking about? I mean, that's a pretty vague statement, you know. Uh, Teddy pours himself another, just like it's a pint glass full of whiskey. Tell me of your adventures, Sir Meep. Yeah, and Viren, a... Viren hears this, <laughs> and she just reaches over after you're done and grabs the bottle. Yeah, that's about right. I, I'm opening this can of worms now so we can get it out of the way and just... Yeah, let's see if I can do this to a straight face. Sizel just slides his glass over for a top. Yeah, up. Teddy just fills everybody up. In fact, he's just going to start putting liquor bottles out on the bar as he, like, nods to Sir Meep, like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. After I do this, Nate, would you allow me to roll a performance or persuasion check? Oh, are you a storytelling bar? Real quick, I, I need to ask this. What are Viren and, and Boris drinking? Well, Boris is... Boris is drinking, like just shots of, of whiskey because he's got this gaping hole in his neck that is just like spilling the alcohol out on his on his shirt. <laughs> um, and so he just feels bad about like wasting the alcohol. A after the second time, there. Teddy puts another like something underneath him to catch the whiskey so that he can just keep doing the same one and we can just pretend like he's drinking. I respect that. Uh, and and Viren is uh, uh, well, was uh, drinking martinis until someone started telling a story. So, and she's on whiskey. Well, you see, you see, in my travels, I've done quite a lot, and I believe my most earliest and most prolific feat, quest, even was uh, I had a bunch of students looking up to me. And I released an army of pixies into the classroom, and they had to gather them up. And I gave them the most perfect spells and chances to do it, and I'm just quite knowledgeable in all things monster. Alright then. 
All right then. Um, and uh, can I roll a uh, pers- uh, performance or persuasion for that? Sure. Your choice. Uh, cool. I'm gonna go with. I'm gonna go with pers- per- persuasion. Oh, uh, that's a twenty-six. <laughs> okay. So that's an eighteen plus eight. Oh my god. Yeah, if you guys want to roll a wisdom check to counter that, you can, if you think you will be able to beat it, but mm. otherwise, I'm just going to let this slide. Still that 1 in 20 chance. Yep. No, no, no. Sorry, it was a wisdom save or a check? It was a check. I did a yeah. check, yeah. Your, your checking is bullshit. No. She's a couple martinis in. Yeah, we're all kind of drunk at this point, so we're all just like, "Uh uh-huh, yeah. What about Cade? What do we got? Cade's opened up a a notebook, and he's furiously scribbling down everything that Sir Meep is is telling him. (laughs) Nice! (laughs) Sizel is just nodding along with everything he says. The drink's still in his hand. He's like... Very apprehensive about trying to pour it into his mouth with with his mask still on. He's like, every so often, like he grabs it, he grabs it, just pulls a little bit down, pour, pours some drink in, and puts it back T- up. Teddy notices you struggling and just gives you a straw. <laughs> Looks at you with like that 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 that. I'm so he's he he's definitely drunk enough to just be all like, this is the greatest gift ever. <laughs> yeah, Teddy's a good bartender. Um, <laughs> moving on. Uh-huh, Sir Meep, and uh, what can you tell me of the monsters? I must know. Tell me your tales. Tell me your secrets. Well, well that depends on what monster you want to know about, little boy. <laughs> That's Teddy. Uh... Yeah, and on that note, Tal, like, you hear Tal audibly, like, clink her glass on the ground. She's like, uh, yeah, um, I gotta get back to the uh, the lab. Um, uh, Boris, can I get your help? I'll tell you what, and Teddy gets behind the bar. I'm gonna give you a hand, too. That seems about right. <laughs> and she stumbles through the kitchen. Teddy stumbles with wall. her and Boris. Hey, Boris, do you know how to make these, they're like, like these corn chips, and then there's like cheese and stuff on them, and like some meat. And like, you know, they're like crunchy. It's delicious. You know what I'm talking about? Um, I, I could find out for you. It's not something I've done yet, but that'd be great. Sure, you're awesome, Boris. When I stumble upstairs. All right. So you're you're stumbling up back upstairs to your room. Yeah, I think that uh, at this point, our best bet is probably to sleep off the the initiation booze and go see the Baku in the morning. Okay. Unless there are objections to that plan or things that need to happen before that. Yeah, does anybody else have anything left that they want to do? Well, I was just going to say, there's going to hit there's gonna hit a point where Sizel is just done with Sir Meep's stories, just stands up from his chair and just casts invisibility on himself and walks right out. Okay, uh, so is that uh, is that it for everyone or Solandra? Kate? She's gonna head back to her abode in the government place. Okay, um, she's gonna. Kane's gonna find an, an empty 
high back chair in the lounge and sleep it off there instead of a bunk. Okay. Uh, and Mr. Meep. Hey, how's it going? Uh, are you are you continuing to talk as everyone is disappearing? No, if everyone's leaving, I'm going to wait till everyone leaves. I just want to point out, this and feels once... like, you know, like, the, like the, what is it, the farewell symphony, where everybody just leaves one at a time? <laughs> well, once everybody left, I'm going to cast Mage Hand, and I'm going to send it probably towards the bar and see if I can grab any bottles of alcohol and bring it back towards me and put it in my satchel that is currently tied to Milton right now. He's stealing booze. Nice. <laughs> Perfect. And then, uh, yeah, once I do that, I'll climb up on top of Milton and sort of like walk around him like a cat does and fall asleep on top of Milton. Okay, cool. Probably comfy. We should find you like a pond or something, though, because don't you die tomorrow if you don't get hydrated? Oh, yeah, that's right. Uh, house you in water. Instead of that, I guess I'll like. Is there a sink in this bar? Oh yeah, there's a there's like a bathtub in the in your. Don't worry, I was gonna aesthetically room, change but... the uh, um, medic area to have like a an underwater appeal, so there'll be like a little like a little. All right, uh, if there is the a bathtub ground. in my room, I'll just get into it. Okay. Bring me get bring Milton with me, and Milton will like sleep somewhere in my room. Um, but as like Meep goes like to relax in his bath for the night. He's going to practice using Disguise Self to take on the appearance of somebody he can use and steal their accomplishments. Okay. Perfect. And uh, that'll probably be a secret of who he turns into. I'm going to take a stab in the dark and say it's Teddy. <laughs> Are you be wrong? No. Uh, uh, no, I don't know. <laughs> Sizel just like, just, just, dis, dis, disrobes from all of his, 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 where his, "Quote unquote workout gear," and just stares at himself in his in, in, in like a mirror, disgusted with his own face. He's actually fucking gorgeous. Was oh, he like <laughs> Vega, where he's got like a tiny nick, but he believes he's ugly because of it? Hell's yeah! Oh, ten- right on. That 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 solid sixteen charisma. Yeah, nice. But like, you actually look more badass because of the scar. It's, it's actually that he's like crazy androgynous, so people think he's a chick. <laughs> Boy named Sue scenario, I can appreciate that. What's Cade's sleep situation like? Just curled up in an armchair? Pretty much. There's a book splayed open over his face that he's falling asleep to. <laughs> Were you just like rereading the same sentence over and over again? <laughs> Drunkenly? Probably trying to memorize the story that Sir Meep was telling him. You're gonna be like his like uh, like biographer? <laughs> Not just his. Oh. Interesting. Global scribe over here. Low-key just calling Cade Mc- the Sir-, Sir Wikipedia over here. I guess that's it for the night? Oh, is it for everybody? Sleepy time. Yeah, oh, you meant like in-game for our characters. I was, yeah, I was concerned. In-game. Yeah, in-game, we all go to sleep. <laughs> Welcome back to TMTK Chef's Night on our 14th episode, the second part of our Season 2 interlude. As always, we want to thank you so much for listening. 
If you want to keep up to date on everything DMTK, Chef's Night, or otherwise, make sure to follow us on Twitter, Instagram, or Facebook, and check out dmstestkitchen.com to find out more about what we're doing, get your hands on information about the systems we're playing, and more. If you'd like to help support us, visit dmstestkitchen.com and click on the donate button, buy a shoutout, or check out our merch store. We appreciate all kinds of support, little or small. But one of the best things that you can do for us is share us. Tell people about us and tweet about us using the DMTK hashtag. Also, if you could give us a review on iTunes, we would greatly appreciate it. Reviews help us get seen. A big shout out to our cast that make all of this possible. You can follow myself through our main channel, DM's Test Kitchen, and you can find the rest of us as follows. Steve from Classes Characters, Andrew from the Basement Guild, Justin from Mimics on Monstrosities, and last but definitely not least, we always want to shout out Jordan and Phil. They don't have their own projects, but they're here with us, and we're absolutely stoked that they are. All of the podcasts of the previous gentlemen are always in the show notes, and we definitely recommend you check them out. We'd like to give a shout out to our sponsor, Libris Arcana, for all of your dice needs, including monthly subscriptions and more. Go check them out. The next episode is going to be up on July 4th, and fair warning, it's a weird one. It's a flash forward to a little bit Teddy and Solandra have to do after season two. They get to do some interviews, they get to talk dirty with some of their interviewees, it gets a little messed up, so be forewarned, it is definitely not kid-friendly. Our show already isn't, but we're giving you a triple warning here. Thanks again for listening, I'll let you get back to the main course. All right, and so the the next morning, Teddy. Uh-huh. Uh, this is probably the first time that um, maybe you get kind of like a really good look at my wound, uh, your wound that uh, hit that you took about three weeks ago. Uh, you've been basically drinking your face off and hanging out in an inn. That doesn't have the most amenities. Um, you know, just kind of ignoring, you know, a little bit of that pulsing pain in your arm, just thinking that... Alcohol is the original you know, anesthetic. Exactly. But this is the first time that you really get a good look at it. Mm-hmm. And you notice that the, the scar is sort of healing in this bright white fashion. And it is in sort of direct contrast to your skin. And coming out from it, not not a lot, but uh, a little are kind of straight lines, almost what you would see on a uh, on like a circuit board. What is Teddy's reaction to really kind of noticing this for the first time? Ah, oh, shit. <laughs> Uh, and he like kind of pokes and prods at it in the mirror. That's not good. Uh, so yeah, as you're kind of like poking and prodding at it, it doesn't really do anything. Um, but it it still kind of hurts, uh, and yeah. it almost feels as if it's pulsing separately from your own uh, from your own like pulse that you know. It's pulsing aside um, from my heart. Yeah. Great. Fabulous. Uh, Teddy is gonna just kind of like put a shirt on and just be like real ginger about it. Um, and then he is gonna go downstairs. Is anybody else awake? Um, I don't know. I play snoozing in the corner. He's probably ruined a couple pages with spit coming out of his face. Sizel's like 
sounds like the kind of guy who would get up early, early in the morning and and just go either either do some 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 weird, strange aerobics or like actually work out. He's one of those guys that gets up early and goes for a run. He's that kind of weird. Uh, you me would probably be sitting outside of his room on a stool if possible, playing his instrument of choice, which sounds like. Is it a didgeridoo? It is. Yes. <laughs> oh no. Uh, Kate would be startled awake by Meep, that. Or sorry, does Milton like croak along in time with the didgeridoo? Yeah, he's like. Oh, this is amazing. Uh, Teddy's just like kind of kind of like stumbles out and he'll like softly remove the book off of Cade so he doesn't re- like ruin any more pages and then like just creep out and just completely ignore the didgeridoo just completely ignore that alright yes Milton I am the best musician in this here group yes just, just, he's gonna <laughs> No, I was just gonna say he's just gonna blow right past that and like stumble up the stairs out to the statue. Okay, all right. And you're what are you what are you looking to do? I'm trying to find Frednick. Okay, um, yeah, Frednick is is generally kind of he works in the main in the main building where Baku's office is. He kind of tends to her mostly, so you would basically just have to go up another set of stairs and hang a right. So Yeah, I just do that, and I go look for Frednick. Okay. Alright. Uh, so yeah, when you when you get into the main building, you you see him just kind of tending to to the area and, and cleaning up the main council chamber. Um, he's just, uh, just doing his work. Uh, um, hey, Frednick. Uh, oh, oh uh, Sir Sir Teddy. Uh, no, no just Teddy. You know that. Oh, Oh right. Okay. Uh, yeah. What 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 can I do for you? <clears throat> and I like Teddy kind of scratches the back of his neck. Y- you're a mailman, right? Like, I'm sorry. That's a really derogatory way to say that. But like, you're real good at like making sure messages get where they need to go, even if they're real racist notes. Uh, <laughs> he kind of he kind of has a bit of a toothy grin. He says, "Yeah, yeah, that's kind of kind of my job." Yep. <clears throat> All right. Well, um. I need you to deliver a message for me. It's gonna kind of be a long one. You don't just do like in-town deliveries, right? Uh, no, no. We we can send uh, ravens or or whatever you need to to wherever, uh, wherever in the Underdark. Um. <clears throat> so, uh, and Teddy like leans in real close, which I'm assuming like he has to bend down to do because he's like over six feet tall. He's like a big old boy. Mm-hmm. Um, I need you to go get my mom. You're, well, okay, but I need to know where to send. Right, all right, no, no, like, all right. So Teddy, like, you got some paper? Sorry, I've yeah. had a rough morning, and Teddy like snatches it and like writes out a note that basically just says like, "Mom, I, 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 I kind of need some help. I have a real nasty injury that is not healing properly, and I know no better healer than you. If you could please come to insert city name that I don't remember." I would really uh, look sombra. Yeah, yeah, right, <laughs> right, right. Put it in the Discord. And I'm going to write it down. Um, okay. Yeah, if you could give me a hand here, um, I would really appreciate it. 
Uh, love your son, T Teddy. And he actually is going to sign his full elven name, which I have written down in a different notebook. It's long. It is super long. It's super long. It's like, <laughs> I think it might be 10 syllables. It's really long. Control C, control V. I'm going to find yeah. it. Hang on. But move on. But that's, <laughs> yeah, we'll find it in a second and I'll get back to that. But yeah, he, he passes that to Frednick. And it, the town's called Pathside. Do you know where that is? Uh, he he says, "Yeah, I, I've I've heard of it. Um, actually, I I was meaning to to come down and and see you guys, uh, Teddy. Since you since you're here, uh, and he pulls out four pieces of parchment and he says, uh, Baku wanted me to hand these to you. They're they're sort of, I guess, maybe assignments. I don't I don't know. Uh, she just said they were important. Um, you, you take them down. Yeah." And she and he has them off. Finally, something to do, and Teddy just grabs them, uh, and he says, "Hey, let, just let me know uh, when when that message gets delivered. Can you do like a receipt, like a read receipt? Is that possible? She can just like send a raven back. It's like I I got it. Like, kind of need uh, Frednick. I'm gonna be real with you because you're my drinking buddy. I I need my mama. Hey, I I I understand. I will I will make sure that uh, you know when." I send the message, and uh, if there is a return message, I will let you know. All right, bud, sounds good. And I'll like take again, take the four um, pieces of parchment, and be like, I I'll go deliver. We'll go take care of this, and uh, you just you know let me know, and I'll let you know, and we'll let each other know, and everything will be. We'll just let everybody know. <laughs> right? It's gonna be right. okay, yeah, Fred. Yeah. Tell me it's gonna be okay. You're. You're gonna be fine, Teddy. You're, your mom's coming, I think, or she's gonna know at least. All right, all right, all right. I'll I'll see you next time we have a drink. And Teddy go, Teddy goes back to the the darker headquarters. Okay. Uh, <clears throat> Cut scene to somebody else, please. Salandra <laughs> <laughs> uh, <clears throat> and her three aides enter the bar area. Pristine gone about doing her governmental duties um clearly three very 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 beautiful genasi women uh pulling looks from the crowd and everything doing their best to be haha <laughs> charismatic that's pretty much her whole morning hey yeah uh, if there uh kate would probably approach salandra at this point uh the morning after and just uh salandra i just wanted to to thank you for this opportunity uh, you might at first question my hiring, but I promise my words won't grow tiring. And while rhyming was hard, when it comes to this bard, I bet you'll find me inspiring. Oh. And she, Golf she, clap! She, she like overly blushes. Oh, thank you! And like turns to some of the the townsfolk and everyone. This is part of the new guild. Um, as you know, uh, this is not something I do full time. I also uh, adventure with the Darkers. Yes, that is our name, the Darkers remember that she like points at people he's with us say your name Cade Lord's Whisper at your service yes you respect him okay go about your business <laughs> and they leave and she immediately goes serious again okay come on and take, and takes you with her in the little in a little harem of women that's all I'm gonna scribble down everything that she's doing for her day okay uh, alright is 
so what is uh, what is Sizel doing at this point? Sizel at this point has just kind of gone out. Uh, he's keeping eye on different stuff going on in, in in town. He he likes to he likes to find little perches and like uh, listen in on the conversations, be it of merchants or uh, travelers. Um, the whole the whole spectacle of watching uh, Salandra uh, walk through the crowds and then seeing Cade come out. He's probably like dangling his legs off of off of like a, a, a rooftop of a house and just eating like some bread or something that he nicked off from a store. Okay. All right. Um... And in the background, we just see a uh, stumbling, bleary-eyed Teddy. Narrowly holding his coat I, up above his I face. I just want to paint a word picture of how he woke <laughs> up this morning. So we've all seen Stranger Things, right? You know, yeah, you know that, yeah, you know that first scene where you get Hopper and he just like wakes up in his fucking nasty trailer and he like stumbles outside like no shirt and like smokes a cigarette in the fucking gold. That's about what Teddy does in the morning every day. <laughs> Right on. Well, the, the minute that Sizel would see Teddy, he's just like, I'm gonna start shadowing this boy. Ooh. Alright. Um, cool beans, cool beans. And Mr. Grung? Well, Meep is alone. He's gonna make sure no one's around. He's gonna go back into his room and he's gonna go, Come on, Milton, we have lots of stuff to do. And he goes into the room, closes the door. And as he closes the door, he walks over to... I'll I'll assume... Yeah, touches himself. I'll assume there's a mirror or something. Yeah. Yeah. And he looks into the mirror, and his his somewhat joyful... This facial expression he keeps doing um, goes into something more somber and solemn. And he looks into the mirror, and he starts speaking into the mirror in deep speech. And it just comes out like just weird, like mouth, wet mouth sounds. Uh, and then, but it doesn't sound like the his his yeah like like weird, just weird this sounds. Brought to you by DM's desk. And, <laughs> yeah, uh, and his and that sort of like pompous sort of accent and voice isn't there when he speaks when he's alone. Huh. Okay. He's sort of just. Yes. Every time I think of deep speech, I like to imagine like Bill Cipher's talk in uh, in Gravity Falls when everything comes out backwards. Mm-hmm. And uh, he takes a small like like knife from one of his like adventuring packs off of Milton, slices open his palm and traces something really weird on the mirror, uh, like a weird sigil out of blood, before turning around and then. Uh, just making it vanish with magic. Okay. Weird. <laughs> um, so, Solandra. <laughs> yes. Yes. Uh, you had a request from Varys before you... Yes, to find her people. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I suspect in the busyness of the of getting back you probably hadn't complete that uh is that something that is on her mind 
still? Oh, yes, she still has the feather. And um, will actively be trying to at least ascertain some sort of information on where she can begin to find them. She knows, like, yeah. I guess that they'll find her was the meant, like, what she was told. Yeah, so um, it's kind of a. I guess maybe put it this way. She wants to make it known she's looking for them, but not actively, like, trying to find them. Just, like, put the feelers out and be like, okay, well, if they're going to find me, then at least I'll put the, the the idea in the right people's heads who will spread that information. Okay, perfect. I will I will run with that. Teddy will eventually, like, blearily stumble back into... You know what? He's probably walked off his hangover now. He'll probably just walk back into darker headquarters at some point. Hmm, okay. Um, so I guess does everybody once they've kind of completed their their kind of rounds their morning routines, do they end up back at the the headquarters? Yes. Uh, yeah, yeah. Okay. So I real quick, if Cade was shadowing me, can mm-hmm. I make a perception check to try to spot him shadowing me? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Sizel's on the rooftop. I'm sorry, it was Sizel. That's right. I'm sorry. Sizel just kept following me. Right. Kate is Kate is notating Salandra and her beautiful women. <laughs> Unnatural twenty. Not They're not a distraction at all. Maybe an opposed stealth. Ooh. Yeah, if you if you wanted to keep uh Jeez, dude, you're keep stealthy. That's that's what that's what I figure he'd do. Sets it high. Yeah, so do a do a stealth check then, if you want to. Oh, that's a natural twenty for stealth. <laughs> a total of thirty. Holy shit! Uh, so Teddy doesn't notice. <laughs> no, wow. he does not. There's like that moment where you like look up over your shoulder and he just like goes flat on a roof, and then just knows when to look huh. back up. Keeps walking back. All right. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, as you guys are, as you guys sort of make your way back into, uh, into headquarters, uh, this is, uh, Teddy, you actually notice as you walk in just to the left of the, of the lounge, as you get down the stairs into the headquarters, there is a board there. It's basically, it's kind of your basic, uh, wooden cork board or your, your yeah. wooden board. Teddy got and drunk and is... ordered that, but he forgot about it. <laughs> The Amazon guy came in and like put it up for you because everyone was too drunk. And he paid for asleep. home installation, but he also forgot about that. <laughs> uh, there is a single slip of paper, a very thin sheet that is stuck to the board. Uh huh. And it says, "A tortoise and a dragon frolic beyond the seas." Yes. Teddy just reads it and he takes it off the board and he folds it up and he puts it into his pocket, like his his like inner pocket of whatever his jacket. Yeah, he's got like a jacket on. He puts it in there. And he's just going to keep that quietly to himself. Private <laughs> okay. moment of, of happiness and joy and self-reflection. And then he is going to unroll the four pieces of parchment that he got from Frednick and put them on the board instead. All right. So you guys can either discuss now your what you want to do in the guild uh, for your for your option, or you can discuss the 
next task. It's your call. Well, what do the four pieces of parchment say for before we do anything? Um, so the uh, the four pieces of parchment. One of them says, "Galactic children missing in the marsh." Galactic. Galactic. The other says, "Missing memories." Question mark. The empty. And one says, help me find the ghost temple. The fourth one is a is a letter saying, need help finding family. And the, the quick blurb is from someone who has basically said that their, uh, their family members have started going missing. They live somewhere out in the ocean, but they aren't really quite sure. It's been a couple of days. Seems weird. But yeah, that's kind of like the headings on on each of each of the four. Sizel's just itching for a job. So it was Galactic Children Lost in the March, Marsh, Missing Memories, question mark, yep. the empty, help me find the ghost temple, and need help finding family. Yep. Which was ocean based. Yes. Uh, so the the ghost temple was um, it had a small bit of extra information that said um, appears in different places in the void ocean from time to time. The missing children in the galactic, the galactic children says children of the galactic marsh. Okay, so they're uh, not have like gone missing, intergalactic so. children. They are just galactic no. is the is the name of the marsh. Got it. It is. Yes. All right. Yeah. Uh, and then the uh, the missing memories actually is like broken up writing like a person was trying to write a message but was literally forgetting what they were trying to write as they were as they were writing it uh, but you do you do notice some words and that area the empty is something that Teddy would know uh, as a crater that is near uh, where his hometown is. Got it. Well, what do y'all think? I'm very proficient in finding children. Nope, 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 nope. Hard no. Oh, Hard that no. sounds never so again. bad. Never again do we bring this up. Can't do that one now. Kind of <laughs> Teddy wanted to do that one. Didn't mean it creepily, but it came out creepily. That. Yeah. <laughs> that one's off the table. No. <laughs> that one's off the table. All right, the other three then. I'm about helping people find their families. Missing memories is a story lost. I uh, wouldn't want to see that happen. I see that I'll have to uh, complete the uh, quadfecta because this ghost temple sounds most interesting. So in in short, everybody wants to do a different thing. We all disagree. Yep. All right, Teddy, we need to make executive decisions. Yeah, Teddy's going to make an executive decision, and he's going to look at the four pieces of parchment up on the corkboard and look look down at Meep glaringly, (laughs) just like with with a lot of resentment and disdain, and pick off (laughs) galactic children lost in the marsh. Look, we just keep Meep in the back row, but kids missing is bad. I knew my mental prowess would pick the right one. Isn't that right, Milton? And uh, Meep just flashes a toothless smile at you. 
Well, I mean, now he wants to actually vomit. The ocean's great. You know, you'd really like it. That's where I come from. I love the ocean personally. I was on a pirate ship for a time. Aren't you more of a freshwater animal? I like to dabble. Ew. All right, moving on. Um, yeah, we're. Are we, <laughs> look, if if there's some dissension in the ranks, we can talk about this a little bit more. But I think that saving kids is a good way to start off this organization. Teddy, you do have a point. Look, I may not be the the brightest bulb in the bunch or the sharpest tool in the shed, but Mama always said I had a bunch of common sense. So let's go help some kids. Uh, as this happens, me pulls out a tiny little book that he keeps on one of Milton's that pouches. That better not be a list of kids' names. He unlocks <laughs> it with a key, swallows the key, and writes in the book, and sp- while speaking out loud, little did my friends know that they had hired the most prolific child hunter in the world. Uh, not Hunter. Oh, you're uh, making me really searcher. want to put this back on the board and never bring it up again, even though every <laughs> ounce of rightness and moral fiber in my body says, go help the children, Teddy. Go help them. But I fear with my life that bringing you around them will be the worst decision that I have ever oh, no. made. Meat closes the book and says, Oh, well, don't fear. Have I ever told you the story on how I saved the children from the gleaming silver banshee? Uh, Silas just starts making, uh, like, like X's across his head and says, No, don't ask for the story. No, I don't want to hear it. No, it's like noon, and, and it's too early. Well, nope, nope, about, nope. <laughs> about six months ago, I was traveling through the ocean on a pirate right, ship, Dark and uh, Milton and I came across... ...to just go on and mosey onto our quest of saving children that are lost in a marsh. Everyone, let's grab our shit and get the fuck out of here before this story goes on literally one second longer. <laughs> uh, Meep climbs on top of Milton, grabs his lance, points it forward, and says, Hi-ho, Milton! Away. Rabbit. <laughs>